Welcome to the podcast, my friends. I'm so excited to have you guys here. So you may have noticed there's a different title and different cover art and no intro (laughs) to this episode, but I wanted to get you guys a sneak peek into a module I just recorded, re-recorded for the Rich Bitch Quantum Business School. This was a transformational program I had about a year and a half ago that has been tucked away in the vault and it was just opened up as a self-paced course. It is incredible. And I just re-recorded module two and the reason being it was an audio file and when I originally uploaded on Kajabi, they didn't have an option to upload purely audio to streamline the process for my clients and those that are in the program. I decided to re-record it and it is pure magic. The course is incredible. It literally created many of the big time spiritual entrepreneurs that you are seeing in the space today. And it was the catalyst for many of the multiple six figure spiritual mentors that you're seeing in the online space. So this has a special place in my heart, the Rich Bitch Quantum Business School. And this is part B in module two. And I'm giving you guys the real deal, not just a five minute snippet. You guys are literally getting the entire recording that I just did today as a gift, as a thank you for being the community that you are and for growing with me and expanding with me. I love you guys from the depths of my soul. So I really wanted to bring the part B of module two to you guys here and I will drop the link so you can learn more about the Rich Bitch Quantum Business School. If it's something that calls you, it is on sale now. I also have a low cost human design mastermind that just went live today. Just went live today for $69. It's going to be a two hour masterclass and it's all about shattering the illusions of the conditioned mind so that you can follow your strategy and authority. So that's going to be really incredible as well. And just as an aside with the changed name and rebranding of the business, this has, I'm going to do a completely different episode all about that for you guys. This has been a long time coming and I'm so excited to take a more holistic approach to human design and reality creation. It really pulls the thread together on all of my areas of expertise and allows you to create the most profound shifts in your life, your relationships, and in business and in wealth, although those are not going to be strict focuses moving forward. It was honestly starting to feel very constricting and a disservice to you to only focus on business and wealth. So we're taking a holistic human design approach. And the reason why you do not have a new intro to the podcast is since the relaunch, my dog ate my computer that I do all my audio on, my software is all on that. Even for human design, all my software is on that. My human design software, the professional software doesn't work on MacBook Pros. So all of my software, all my recording equipment isn't working. I can't access anything right now to do a live sharing my screen with my software, how I usually do it on YouTube, as you know, or to record a new intro. So that's why you don't have an intro today, but I really wanted to get you guys this. This is literally a training. Obviously, you won't have access to the workbook. That will only be available in the Rich Bitch Quantum Business School. But this is literally a training. So grab a pen, grab your journal. You could listen to this in the car, but I really think this is something, and I recommend this to be something that you sit down and do the work with because it'll shift everything if you sit down and do the work with it. So I think that's all I have to say. I can't wait to do a new intro for you guys, even though I hate doing intros and I can't wait to hang out and talk all about the pivot and I hope it inspires you in your business. And if you've been feeling called into something more expansive, something bigger, something more unknown within your business and your life, I really hope me sharing my story of this most recent pivot and a pivot really if we're looking at into all of me rather than a portion of me. I hope it inspires you and is that catalyst, that fire for whatever you're being called into. Because if you're like me, you have a growth mindset. And as being someone with a growth mindset, we are always being called to rise up into something more beautiful and bigger than anything the mind could comprehend. So we will chat about that next time. For now, enjoy 
part B of module two from the Rich Bitch Quantum Business School. And I will drop the link if you want to check out the program. Like I said, it's at a steal of a deal. It is a self-paced course now, but this was the catalyst for so many potent, powerful leaders that we're seeing leading the online space right now. So I love you guys. Enjoy this episode. Please do share. That would be the energy exchange that I would deeply honor and ask for with sharing a training module from one of my paid courses. Please share with someone that you know this will help them or shift them. Tag me on social media. I am now at theholistichumandesign.coach over on Instagram. Yes, it's been a whole rebrand. So I'm at theholistichumandesign.coach on Instagram. Please tag me and share. I would be so deeply honored if you did share my work. All right, guys, I'm going to stop rambling. So it is an hour podcast episode as it is. I will stop rambling. I love you guys. I will see you over on socials and I hope you have a beautiful day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to module two of the Rich Bitch Quantum Business School. I'm so excited and honored to have you here. I am actually re-recording module two over a year from the original launch of this program. This was a transformational program. I'm so excited to have you in here. The shifts that happened in this program have created some of the top leaders that you're seeing in the spiritual coaching communities and mentorship communities right now. The multiple six-figure earners, those that are owning their voice and truly in their power. So it seemed as though it was a, of course, (laughs) to make this available once again. And Within that, just to give you a little bit of a backstory, Kajabi had updated its portal since this was originally recorded. So I'm redoing the audios so that they can actually be uploaded right into your portal and it makes it a lot easier and more streamlined for you. Now, a little funny story. I love just taking a moment for us to settle in. A really funny story is I'm recording on my Mac And the computer I typically record on that works with my microphone and my software to get really incredible audio quality is in the shop. My dog ate the screen. Sometimes when I'm live streaming, I'll have both computers going and I didn't realize she was chewing on the screen while I was doing a live stream. So it is in the shop. I waited a couple days to see if it would be done in time. It's still not done. So we are recording on my Mac, It is not ideal audio quality, but I thought it was really important to show you guys and be a stand for the ability to show up even in the imperfection, the ability to show up even if technology isn't working for you. There's always a way. And often we use these things as an excuse to put off launches or put off the idea or put off the copy when even without the perfect backdrop, even without the perfect audio, even without the perfect branding, you are enough now. You were born worthy. You walked into the room worthy. And all that's required of you is showing up as you. So this process, being here in the Rich Bitch Quantum Business School, isn't about becoming someone else. It isn't about calibrating to me. It is not even about human design or any of the tools becoming your authority and telling you what is right for you. It is you accessing your superhuman self. It is accessing the cosmic consciousness that is within you. And one of the things I tell my clients all the time is we are stardust in a human meat suit, in this divine vessel, in this small proportion of material, having a human experience. You are an expression of the divine. You are an expression of source. And all of that cosmic consciousness is available within you. All of that cosmic consciousness can be tapped into because it lives in your cells. It lives in your bones. It lives in your very being. Now, the issue is, and what blocks us from our superhuman self is the brain. And it is not that the brain is bad. It is not that... Thinking is bad. This is one of the things I see the most when people start diving into human design is starting to label thinking as bad. It is knowing what is worthy of your energy and worthy of your attention, worthy of your divinity to think about. Is that what you are thinking about? Is it going to move you closer to alignment or further into self-doubt and fear and limitation? So something I'd love for you to write down right now is the brain thinks 
The heart knows. And when I speak of the heart, what I'm really speaking of is your inner authority, your body, the synchronization between the mind and body working together. Very often it's not. Very often your body knows, your heart knows, your inner authority knows, but the mind is overriding it immediately. And this is a big problem, especially for generators and manifesting generators. Ra used to always laugh and say, the sacral will say, "Uh uh-huh, uh-uh. And the mind goes, are you crazy? You're going to listen to a grunting noise within you? That makes no logical sense. But when we have this coherence, when the body leads you and the mind is working for the body instead of the mind leading and the body being dragged along, your body leads and your mind follows the body, you have a synchronization And when we're synchronized, when our energy is synchronized and our energy is working together for this greatest, greater cause, this sacred mission, your sacred truth, you are living in creation mode. You are living as your true self. And when you are in creation mode, when you are living coherently, when the mind, the brain and the heart, the inner authority are working together for one goal, which is essentially allow life to be drawn to me. And if I'm a generator or manifesting generator, I'm responding yes or no. If I'm a projector, I'm waiting for the invitation. If I'm a manifester, I'm waiting for inspiration. If I'm a reflector, I'm waiting to be initiated into my process in this moment. When they are working together, everything that is meant for you in this life, everything in your soul contract is going to be drawn to you. You're going to learn about the G-Center and magnetic monopole in this training, in this course. The G-Center has what's called a magnetic monopole. Science has actually proven the existence of the magnetic monopole. It lives in your G-Center. The magnetic monopole only attracts. It does not repel, right? So very often in pop culture manifestation, we hear a lot about like pushing things away and pushing things away or being the wrong vibrational state for things. And if you believe human design and if you are living by your, your human design, that's not exactly how it works. We are either in resistance, so choosing things based on our decisions that are not in alignment for us, or we are allowing ourselves to essentially respond regardless of your design to your environment. Even manifestors are waiting for inspiration. Even manifestors can't go out there and do whatever they want. So when we surrender to our design and our body leads us, our heart leads us, because your heart knows And your brain thinks because thinking is not bad. It's are you thinking in service to your superhuman self or are you thinking in service to your limitations and your doubts and your fear and your overwhelm and your confusion? But when your brain is thinking about things that matter to you, when your brain is in service to your heart, when your brain is in service to your internal authority, You are operating in the quantum field. You are operating in creation mode. And that is when you are able to tap into your true self. And the beautiful thing, when we tap into our superhuman self, one of the hardest things, let me tell you something, it's one of the hardest things for my clients to really truly grasp because it is quite profound and it really goes against everything we've been led to believe, especially in traditional manifestation. And As a side note, I think it's really important to mention that specific and non-specific manifestation is not Ra's human design. That's for another day. I'm going to do a podcast episode on it, so make sure to follow my podcast. But when we are in true creation mode, when we are truly in our true self, when we are operating in service to our inner authority, to our heart, when our mind surrenders to our heart, when we allow ourselves to be led by our body, when we allow the G-Center and magnetic monopole to do what it's meant to do and draw life to us, we must, in that moment, for that to actually be happening, take attention off our body, take attention off people in our life, take attention off perceived worries and projections and labels and identities. Take attention off things we own. Take attention off time. 
So what I say to my clients is to truly embody the present moment, to truly embody our true self, to truly live in creation mode. When we approach systems like human design or gene keys or astrology, we have to get into it to learn it, embody it, and transcend it. Because as your superhuman self, as your true self, in this present moment, you have no labels in creation mode. So you don't even actually know you're a generator. You don't even actually know you're a manifester. You're taking your energy off everything in the third dimensional reality. You're moving all the cords to it. And from there, changing your brain state to be in service to your heart. This is all about opening your awareness, stopping thinking, stopping analysis and analyzing. And only analyzing and thinking when something's brought to you and you're taking action on it. And it has to include analyzing. For example, in your business, if you're analyzing what's working, what's not working, what can I do differently next time? That is a good (laughs) suggested use of your energy in your business. There are times for analyzing, but very often we're not actually allowing the mind to be in service to the body. We're not actually allowing our thinking to be in service to something greater than our fears, our worries, our doubts. And it is instead in service to the third dimensional reality. And this is also where people and what I've noticed clients when they come to me get caught in this. Well, I need to know more. I need to know more. I need to know my gates. I need to know my channels. I need to know my variables. I need to know this. I need to know that. I need to know my jinkies. Let me tell you, the first time I ever taught Gene Keys, it was a learning experience for myself. And this is why I always say it's really important that we are bold enough and brave enough to get it wrong. We're bold enough and brave enough to say, I fucked up. We're bold enough and brave enough to try things and scrape our knees and be like, I'm not going to do that again. The first time I ever taught Gene Keys, I was incorporating into another program. And the intentions were pure around it. The intention was each month I was going to record on a different sequence within Gene Keys. So I am certified in Gene Keys with Richard Rudd. I've learned from Richard Rudd himself. And that was the intention. It came from the purest place in my heart. And what I noticed immediately was we weren't even off the first (laughs) Gene Key and people were already worried about their pearl sequence. Because as soon as people see prosperity, and that's your pearl sequence, The not self was dragging them there. The not self was putting attention on things. The not self was putting attention on the body. The not self was saying, I need this to accomplish this. Rather than allowing it to be brought to them in the proper time and responding yes or no, if it was right for them. And then when it is correct for them, then thinking about it, then analyzing it, then contemplating that gene key. But instead, we're worried about step 10 instead of present to step one. And when we are in what Ra calls the not self, I mean, one, we are addicted to the not self world. Ra talked about that all the time. And we are, and it's not your fault, and it's none of our faults. I started to incorporate mentorship for families and children. My degree, the specialty that I focused on was uh, psychology of the child. And I was a counselor for children and youth and young adults for most of my life. And I started incorporating that so that I can help my clients have their children grow grow up living by their design. Because the reality is by the time we are learning this, even if we're in our early 20s, we are deeply conditioned. Our identity, which is likely a conditioned identity, someone we're not ever meant to be, is set by the time we're seven. So it's not your fault that you're living in the not self. It's not your fault that you're operating through the conditioning. It's not your fault that it seems like a completely foreign concept to live in creation mode, live in your true self and take attention off the body, take attention off people in your life, take attention off things you own, take attention off time and everything. I often get asked as a little aside, what do you think about this? And I said, I don't know. I don't think much about it, to be honest. Well, why don't, what, what do you mean you don't think about it? And I said, well, it's never been brought to me to think about. I don't sit there just worrying about things and thinking about things. So what ends up happening when we get into the not self, we get addicted to emotions that create a life essentially that we don't even like. If you're here, no matter how successful you are in business, I mean, if you have a growth mindset, there's aspects in your business and life that you would like to expand on, that you would like to grow in. 
That's part of us, the crazy ones, the called ones, the entrepreneurs. We have growth mindsets and you do require a growth mindset to be successful as an entrepreneur. But we become addicted to aspects of our life that we don't even like because we become addicted to the not self world. And we get into this stress response of the sympathetic nervous system, this fight or flight. And when we're in the fight or flight, we're operating through not our superhuman self. We are operating through the fears of our awareness centers. So the fear in the Ajna, the fears in the splenic center, the fears in the solar plexus. When we shift into our true self, we only go into the sympathetic nervous system. We only go into fight or flight when it's required in the moment. Otherwise, we're in the parasympathetic nervous system. We're in relaxation. We're embodied in the moment. We're not always focused on this external perceived threat. And something so important to realize is that when you are operating embodied, <laughs> your true self, I refer to as your superhuman self. When you are living in creation mode, when you are operating in that mode, even when things come to you, that are uncomfortable, even when things that come to you are limitations, perceived limitations or obstacles, you are innately designed in your superhuman self. You are innately designed in your gifts to overcome that. You are innately designed to have the tools within your original blueprint in that moment without leaving the present moment, without going to the past, going to the future, in that present moment to handle what's brought to you. And before I forget, if you know me, when I do these audio trainings or when I do transmission type trainings of what's coming through, I don't have a script. <laughs> so I might forget this. So I'll make sure to say it now. One of the best books that will correlate to this module is The Power of Now. And I often have clients say to me, well, I've read that book. It was good. And I say, read it again. Why? Because if you've read it and you're not living in the present moment of now, it wasn't embodied. And I don't mean that to be an ass. I mean that to be a little bit of ass kickery because that book will have the most profound shift on your entire life and entire business and how you operate in creation mode. If you will allow the information to be brought from the mind, right? It's one thing to read it just like this course. It's one thing to go through this course. It's another thing to embody it. It's another thing to bring it down into the body. It's another thing to experiment with it. It's another thing to actually get out there and put it into practice. So when we are in the not self, we're very much in, like I said, the fears of the awareness centers, kind of that animal, especially the splenic center, that fear of death is very real when we're in the not self, when we are in a distorted or fragmented energy or in other ways that I look at the not self. When we are there, it's very heavy in the splenic center fears, especially, like I said, fear of death, gate 28. If you don't have that gate and you say, well, I don't have that gate, you're amplifying that fear in others. And right now I feel in the collective that is a big fear that's being amplified where everyone's feeling it is the fear of death, the fear of purpose. So when you're in the not self state, what you're focused on and tuned into is survival, is stress, Contraction, disease, imbalance, breakdown, fear, disappointment, bitterness, frustration, right? The not self signpost of each design. You're bleeding energy. You're focused on the environment, on body, on time, right? How often in your business have you been like, oh my God, it's already the 15th, it's already the 20th. How am I going to hit this target this month? How am I? And you start to freak out, right? And then you're maybe putting out products that aren't even aligned and you're talking about shit you don't even want to talk about because you're so focused on this not self state. You're so focused on this fight or flight animalistic state that it does feel like there's this fear of death because you're hyper focused on time. You're hyper focused on the environment. And, you know, I can say time and time again in those, in those moments where I've had a twinge of that and I've pull myself back to the present moment. Those, those have always been my most incredible months. The month, my first time ever hitting $50,000 months and it's only gone up from there. The first time I ever hit it, the beginning of the month, it was just a crapshoot. <laughs> my personal life with my animals, their health issues, I was barely present in the business. And I think it was actually 
as I look back and the role that time had in my life, it was to show me that you can surrender. You can be so focused in the present moment that the environment will take care of you. What's meant to be is meant to be. It'll be brought to you for you to respond to. So the first time I ever hit $50,000 months, I was so busy in my personal life. I couldn't focus on the calendar. I couldn't focus on time. I couldn't focus on the body. I couldn't focus on my current environment. And focusing on your current environment, like the not self, could be focusing on your bank account. Little shit, it's the 15th and I've only made $5,000 this month. Or maybe your goal is $100,000 and you've quote unquote only made $60,000. That's all the not self. And you might say, yeah, but Ashley, it doesn't make sense. I have bills to pay. So I really, that's above and beyond this module here, but I really desire for you to read The Power of Now and take it into your body because he talks about that and he says, but in this moment, what's the danger in this moment? Because we can't be ready to receive what's coming to us if we're so focused on the future right? There might be, if you're a projector, an incredible invitation that's coming to you. Someone wants you to go speak on a stage and pay you $100,000 for it, but you're so in constricted mode. You're so imbalanced. You're stressed. You're living in survival. You're in contraction that even if that offer was brought to you, you would find a way for it to not work. Well, I can't fly right now. I can't go across the country right now. My kids need me. And you would come up with reasons, on why that couldn't work. And you might think I'm crazy by saying that, but I've worked with thousands of women and men by now, and I see it happen all the time when they're in the not self. But when you're in creation mode, it's very different, right? When you're in the present moment, things can be brought to you for you to respond to. One of the funniest things ever in terms of my experience of the polarity of the not self and the true self, you know, the animalistic survival mode and the divine mode was I was working as a vet tech. Yes, I have done it all. I've been a counselor. I've been a vet tech. I'm a personal trainer. I've do- I've literally done it all. I've worked for Amnesty Intermas- International and humanitarian work. Truly done it all. So I was a vet tech and I was working at this facility. And my whole life, I desired a horse from this fancy barn. Always wanted a horse from there from the time I was a kid. And I could never, couldn't afford it. I'm doing air quotes as I say that. Couldn't afford it. $11,000 for this horse. For a baby. Like, that's not even a trained horse. Just for the baby. So, I eventually got sick of my excuses. I was working as a vet tech and I remember it so vividly. I was in the one barn where the horses would recover from surgery. And I was doing stalls. Cleaning the stalls out um, from the horses that were recovering from surgery. And I said, fuck it. Just message her. See what she has to say. See what the options are for a payment plan. Keep in mind, I was living paycheck to paycheck at that time. And it made the worst sense (laughs) to take on another horse. And the only reason I was even thinking about this is because my current horse at the time, who I still have, Monty. If you follow me on social media, you would know Monty. He had been retired. He has osteoarthritis in his spine. So that's the only reason he's not showing still. So I said, fuck it. What's the, what's the worst thing? Just message her, Ashley, and see what she says. Just message her. You never know what she's going to say. So I messaged her and she said, you know, the lowest payment plan I can do is $600 a month. And keep in mind, this was a year before the baby would even be born. A year before the baby would even be born. And I signed on the spot. I didn't tell my husband. Please don't... <laughs> say Ashley's telling me to invest $11,000 in horses without telling my husband this is not marital advice right now I'm just sharing my story so I purchased his name's Loki now and it made no sense I was literally living paycheck to paycheck and so I just and at the time I didn't know human design I didn't find it until I was in corporate working in a call center oh my goodness but I just opened my awareness I said I'll just trust (laughs) that I'm going to find a job that allows me to make these payment plans. And the payment plan would have been starting the next month. So I popped my resume up on these job seeker websites and I got a call from a big insurance company in North America to work in their call center. Believe it or not, $600 more a month I would be making plus bonuses. So I took the job It was the most stressful job I've ever had in my entire life. I do not recommend working in a call center. And 
although I don't recommend working in a call center, it taught me so much. And it was a hell yes, even though I didn't know human design at the time, it was a hell yes to work there. And it led me exactly where I am now. Of course, and I want to say you won't believe this, but if you're here, you will believe it. The last payment I had on Loki was the same month I walked out of that job. I left that job crying one day and I never went back. The next day I, I got in my car, I was going to drive to work and I never went back and I started my business full time and made $10,000 my first month. I went all in. I was like, look, Ashley, if there's, you know, same thing I said, same thing I said when I purchased Loki. I wasn't focusing on time. I wasn't focusing on the body. I wasn't focusing on energy. I wasn't focusing on survival and life and death. And what are you going to do? I wasn't focusing on this breakdown within myself of limited possibilities. I wasn't focusing on my known environment. That's another byproduct of the not self. That's another signpost you are in the not self is you're focusing on your known environment. You're looking around what's available to you right now and making determinations for your business, for your life, for your relationship, for anything by your known environment. We must think greater than our environment. We must be comfortable in the unknown and trust that when we operate based on strategy and authority, the environment will always take care of us. And that requires us continuing to operate on strategy and authority, right? We can't make that decision, operate in alignment, and then freak out and go into like this stress mode and contraction again. And it, you will get better at it. And it is something that is this constant ebb and flow, especially in the beginning and noticing what are the signposts. And I encourage you to do that right now. What are the signposts that I am in the not self? Record that at the end of each day. What were the signposts today? And what were the triggers for me today that I was in the not self? And what are the signposts that I was in the true self today? What are the signposts I was operating through my cosmic consciousness today? What are the signposts that my heart was leading me throughout this day? I was allowing myself to be led. I was allowing my inner world to rise up and lead me. And the mind wasn't thinking about what ifs. The mind wasn't thinking about time. The mind wasn't thinking about fear or sadness or anger. I was simply allowing myself to be led and start to record that. Start to notice your triggers. You might not even realize what some of your triggers are. You might not even realize some of the things that kick you into the not self. I've had clients recently, new clients work with me. They picked up the power of now. A couple of them had said, no, I've already read it. And I said, read it again. <laughs> And they message me saying, Ashley, I cannot believe how often I'm in the not self. I can't believe how often I am out of the present moment. Because if you are out of the present moment without the body having led you there, right? Without the body having led you there. If the mind's leading you, if the thinking mind, the conditioned mind is thinking about what ifs and time and environment and fear and contraction and stress and survival. So the mind's pulling you there right? That's the not self and the mind pulls you there. But when the body brings you there to the thinking mind, it's a different energy. And I know this is quite advanced for the second module. Uh, <laughs> this might be one you have to come back to, but it will fall in. It's all meant to be. It'll fall into place beautifully with the many, many, many modules that you have in this course. There's an abundance of information here. But when the body leads you there, when the body leads you into the thinking world, when the body and the heart, your inner authority guides you, leads you, that's when it's through your divinity, through your true self that you're thinking. And they say, I cannot believe how often I leave the present moment. I can't believe things I didn't even realize because it's just a habit. It's just an addiction to worry about money. It's just an addiction to worry about time. It's just an addiction to look at my bank account and say, how the hell am I going to create $50,000 a month this month when I have $1,000 in my account? Or I have no one reach another environment-focused, not self-focused thing. It's to look at your engagement, for example, on social media and say, how am I supposed to hit my goals with the engagement I have? You have no idea how many people are following you. No idea how many people are not engaging with your content that are a hair away, a whisper away, one word you say away from saying, send me the link, 
from one word away from saying, how can I buy everything from you? My highest level clients have found me on platforms off of social media, or even if they found me on social media, they've never engaged until they end up in my inbox saying, how can I buy everything? If I was focused on the environment and saying, what the hell? People aren't posting in my comments about my calls to action. What is going on? If I was focused on my environment, focused on the not self, I would spiral. That's what we do. We spiral down, right? And I would I'd spiral down into stress, survival, imbalance, frustration, this emergency mode, this energy loss. And very often what we see, I'm a generator for generators and manifesting generators, is sleep disruption. So insomnia start to kick in when they're in the not self. So it's really important that we're starting to notice, and I'm going to put a PDF for you guys with some journaling prompts, reflection points, and this as well. So if you're like, oh my goodness, you talk so fast and I can't keep up to keep track of everything, that's okay. You're going to have a PDF to take care of you for that. But when we are living in the known environment and living in the not self, we live in stress. And when we live in stress, we live in a contraction mode. We are using the body's resources. And, and a beautiful example that was given to me, and it was about generators and manifesting generators, but this applies to everyone. And I think it's really powerful, a really potent visualization for you guys to feel into right now. So when you are in the not self, it's using your energy in a way that is not correct for you, right? We're not meant to live in survival mode. We're not meant to live in stress. We're not meant to live in fight or flight. And fight or flight comes from this hyper fixation on the current environment. And that can be time, that can be body. Even if it's a fitness school, right? You're hyper focalized and fixated on what your body looks like now. So you become so fixated on that. You don't even get started on your fitness goals because it seems so far away, right? So a beautiful example that was used was a car. So when you are in your true self, when you are in your divine self, when you are operating in creation mode, it's using your energy in a way that's correct for you. So for a car, for example, when you are driving a car, the battery is not going to die. You are using the car in a way that it is meant to be used. You're using the car in a way that is correct for it. So when you're driving a car, yes, of course, gas is going to, you're going to use gas, but the battery will be replenished as you go. And I don't know the full mechanics of a car, so you don't have to send me mail correcting me on cars, but it's true, right? I know that if I use my car and I drive my car, I'm not replacing the battery every single day. Now, I have also, and maybe you can relate to this, I have also maybe forgotten the lights on in my car or back in the day when we used radios, left the radio on, in some way left the car on. We have an electric car and the damn thing doesn't make any noise. So I have walked out of the car before and realized later on that night that it was still on. But in some way you've left the car running. Now, what happens when you leave a light on in your car? When you leave the light on your car, you are not using the car in a way that it's meant to be used. And if you leave it on all night, you're going to go out the next morning and the battery is going to be dead. This is the same thing when we're operating on our true self versus the not self. When you're in your true self, when you're in creation mode, it's this like self-recharging battery. You're never allowing the battery to drain. You're never allowing the battery to run out. You're never allowing it to hit zero because you're using your energy properly. Energy is actually created and expanding by you just simply living and being you. You are naturally in this regeneration mode. You are naturally in a growth and repair mode. So it's the same thing for us. This analogy for the car is when we are using our energy properly, we are naturally this kind of like regenerating machine. We are naturally repairing. This is where superhuman self comes in. You naturally can heal yourself. You are a self-healing machine. Disease, breakdown, stress is not normal for you. Healing and regeneration is. So it's the same thing when you're in the not self. You are breaking down and that's also where disease and illness comes from. So shifting over then into the signposts of your true self, of living in creation mode, of you actually being the embodiment of your superhuman self. 
You are creative. You are a creative life force energy. You are being led by your body, by your heart, by something much deeper than the thinking mind. You are in health, in repair and regeneration. You're operating through love, joy, trust, selflessness. You have released labels. Therefore, you are operating on no thing, no body, and no time. Energy is being created. So even a generator or a manifesting generator, the saying goes, and it's true, when you go to bed, you should be exhausted, right? You should just fall to bed at night. Don't relax before bed. Just fall to bed and go to sleep. And it's different for a generator, manifesting generator, for that happening, but it's restless and you're exhausted in a bad way. I know you know what I'm speaking of. You're just exhausted in a bad way. You feel drained. You feel frustrated and you kind of just want to give up. Ross said the generators and MGs are the great quitters. It's very different when you are in the true self and energy is being created and you go to bed so satisfied, your skin just feels electric. Like you've used your energy in a way that feels so damn good. You're tingling, but you fall asleep as soon as your head hits the pillow because you're just so exhausted, (laughs) right? In a good way, in a way that makes you feel connected to the whole, in the way that makes you feel growth, in a way that makes you feel love and expansion. And I'll just include this as a little uh, side note since I mentioned sleep patterns for the sacral beings, the generators and MGs. As a side note, generators and MGs, this will be in your workbook as well. Getting into a habit of only going to bed when you are absolutely exhausted. Having a set bedtime can be really detrimental to us. And non-energy types, so projectors and reflectors, and manifestors are an energy type, so they're different. But the non-energy types, projectors, reflectors, and the energy type of the manifester, for you guys, wind down at night. So this is a little bit off topic. We, We took a little bit off the beaten path here. Wind down at night. Take some time, have a tea, meditate, read a book, maybe do some yin yoga or light yoga to just settle the mind. And then after that, lie horizontal. So if you're sitting up reading the book, lie in bed reading the book or do a meditation lying in bed, but really take some time to wind down. It'll make a huge difference in your business. This this shift alone has created a big difference in my clients' businesses. So just carrying on with the true self, with the divine self, with like just being purely in superhuman mode, you are causing an effect rather than focused on cause and effect. I'm going to say that again. Write this down. When I am in true mode, I am causing an effect rather than operating through cause and effect. Okay, so what it means to be causing an effect is your mind creates worlds. Your mind creates realities. When you are operating as your true self, your presence alone is creating an effect around you. Your presence alone is creating a reality around you. Your presence alone is allowing things to be brought to you so you can be initiated into your process. And that is sending the shockwaves out into the quantum field. That is creating the business and the wealth and the impact, the income, the power and the purpose that you've been seeking. When we are operating through the true self, we are operating through, through coherence versus incoherence. So one of the ways I describe it to my human design clients, my one-on-one clients, is when we are in the not self, you are in incoherence. And what that basically means is a static frequency. There's no, if we were to track your brain waves and your heart and your body, your body puts out electromagnetic frequencies. If we were to track them, your mind and your body would not be operating coherence. So it sends out static into the quantum field. Okay, so that's the not self. When we're operating in the true self, the brain waves and the body waves, every energetic frequency you are putting out is working in harmony. It's operating in one vibration, which is the vibration of the quantum field, which is the vibration of creation mode. It's one, it's wholeness, it's not fragmentation. And when you're operating through the true self, you're operating through the unknown. And I know this can be 
really daunting in the beginning, especially, or if you're pivoting in your business, or I have clients that have created massive businesses and it's not aligned, it's not embodied, they wanna burn it down and they come to me because they are in a void. They are at a crossroads and they're about to pivot. And so we create that pathway for them forward where they gain comfort within the discomfort. They gain comfort operating within the unknown. Because if you are truly surrendered to your human design, if you are truly surrendered to your true self, to your superhuman self, you can only create from the unknown. To create from the known means that you're operating based on what you see or know to be true in your current environment. That's that's the not self. That's the third dimensional particle version of you. That's the thinking mind version of you, right? And we hear this and we're conditioned by this a lot in the online space when you hear mentors say, if I could do it, you could do it. That's conditioning you and that is teaching you to operate based on the known world. That is conditioning you and teaching you to operate based on what you see instead of being comfortable in the unknown instead of being comfortable in unlimited potentiality. And this can be, again, really hard for us to sink into because our mind wants to fight with us and say, well, no, it's not true because then I realize that I can hit those numbers too. And that makes me realize that I can have that community as well. And that makes me realize that I can, no, it, it's not how energy works. Our mind, our ego is so attached to that version of reality because we're also being conditioned by it constantly constantly but that's operating based on the known world when I truly start operating fully through creation mode fully through the unknown world that is when I stop chasing the numbers like I told you that story with my first $50,000 a month I stopped chasing the numbers I started showing up in unlimited potentiality I started allowing myself to believe in all possibilities I started causing an effect I was present in the present moment creating my reality from what exists beyond my senses, beyond touch, sound, feeling, taste, sight. And I stopped allowing myself to compare with what other people were doing, even in a positive way, even in a way of, well, if she could do it, I could do it. Because it was still warping my reality. It was still forcing me into limited possibilities. It was still forcing me into the known world. What if... What is available for you and what your path is, is wilder than what anyone has created so far, is more powerful than what anyone has created so far, and generates more income in a shorter amount of time than what anyone has done so far. If you are only operating based on the known world and saying, if she can do it, I can do it. If they can do it, I can do it. You are limiting potentiality. You are limiting what is available to you and how we operate through the unknown and all possibilities is simply surrendering to the moment, simply surrendering to our design and trusting that when we are embodied, it's not learned helplessness. It's not giving up and doing nothing, right? There's a very big difference between that. It's still taking action, but not from fear, not from survival. It's taking action through causing an effect. It's taking action from growth mindset. It's taking action from this place of creation and creativity and only taking action when things are brought to you. So something to respond to if you're a generator or a manifesting generator, a projector when an invitation is brought to you, for manifestors when inspiration comes to you, and reflectors when you are initiated into your process. If you are a reflector, please make sure you are tracking your moon cycle. And I don't mean your period (laughs) in this sense, although that is also really effective for understanding our energy flow and the ebb and flow of our hormones and our human self on this plane. So that is also important. But reflectors, I really mean tracking the neutrinos, the cycle of your moon, the lunar cycle that you go through monthly because you are literally a different person every day. So that's going to be really critical to understand because your 28-day process is only for big decisions, right? So it's really critical to understand how am I responding today? Am I responding to inspiration? Am I, you know, responding to invitations, responding to yes, no to what's brought to me. So tracking your lunar cycle is going to be really important for you guys. So that is the difference between the not self, which is, you know, the animalistic mode operating through fear and survival versus 
living truly in creation, allowing yourself to create worlds and allowing your mind to be in service to your heart, allowing your mind to be in service to the body and causing an effect. And when you get to this place, you disconnect from the 3D reality and you kind of only come back to that very dense reality when it's required. And there is an internal moment of now there where you create something new from the unknown. You create something from collapsing waves within the unknown, from collapsing waves within the quantum field simply by allowing life to be brought to you. And why is this so critical? I'm going to hammer this home one more time because this is so important. It's going to transform your life. This is probably going to be a recording you're going to have to go through multiple times. If you have no attention on the predictable future or the known past, no attention on anything predictable or known in your current environment, which has been conditioned to be known by the mind, which has been conditioned to be known by the programming, which has been conditioned to be known based on what you've seen around you. You are left with pure consciousness and only pure consciousness can create from the quantum field. And as your consciousness and awareness expands over time, you take up more and more and more space within the quantum field. You literally expand You generate more energy. You generate more space within the quantum field. Science proves this. And time shrinks for you. And that is where we hear the quantum leaps. That is where we hear about timeline collapses. This is the place that it comes from. But there's no bypassy way you can tap into your superhuman self. You can't bypass anything and learn your, just learn your strategy and authority from a knowledge perspective or take a course and it happens. You must be doing the dirty work. You must be showing up for self. You must be showing up for your future and the business and life you desire to create. Something really interesting to sink into a statistic. I studied psychology in university with a particular focus and interest in risk versus resilience. I'm obsessed with the mind and studying the mind. Energy and studying energy didn't come later until later in life for me. You think about 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day. Not only do you think 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day, but you take in about 2 billion bits of information every second. Now, 90% of the thoughts you have out of those 60 to 70,000 thoughts are the same thoughts you had the day before. And if we're operating through the not self, it's probably fixating on our environment, worrying about how to grow our business. If you're here, right? I mean, it's a legit thing when you're growing your business, you desire to grow your business. It's a growth mindset. It's the energy you do it in, however, that makes a difference, right? I always tell my clients, it's not what you are doing. It's the energy you are doing it in. It's why so many people implement strategy into their business and don't get any further ahead because it's the energy they're doing it in and the energy behind why they're even doing it, right? So if you're here from a place of survival and fear and stress of, holy shit, I need an answer right now. This bitch better give me like the key to the kingdom, to the queendom in by the time I hit module two. And if I don't have it, I don't know what I'm going to do. Everything's going, it's just life or death right now, right? That's a different energy to show up to a course to, to show up to mentor, mentorship in, or even in advancing your knowledge versus it being brought to you, you entering into it through strategy and authority and being in pure all possibilities, creation, reality beyond the senses mode, where you're in a growth mindset and you trust that what is meant for you here, you will receive. What is meant for you here will open the keys to the next version of you and the next evolution of your business and your relationship with wealth. It's very different entering into this course or entering into anything through strategy and authority. It was, for example, if you're a sacral authority, it was simply a yes or a no. And when you are in that state, you're in pure creation mode. You're open to the wisdom that's being brought to you. You're opening your awareness up to all that is, to the unknown, to all possibilities. And you are connected to cosmic consciousness. And I see this all the time when people go into programs and they come into it from the not self, from that animalistic fear. And by the second module, they're freaking out because they didn't get the keys to the queendom. 
They didn't get that special word that's just going to make them a millionaire overnight. And, you know, the programming and marketing that happens very frequently in the spiritual online space is to blame for that because there's a million programs telling you that if you take this, you're going to get the codes to wealth or you can calibrate to me and then you're going to be a millionaire and you can just take baths and make all this money. So we are deeply conditioned to believe that, to be quite honest. There's a very different frequency and I've seen it over and over again. I've done a little bit of my own studies seeing it over and over again on what makes people successful when they enter into a program, what makes people successful in their business. And it is, did they show up to this mentorship? Did they show up to this training? Being open to all possibilities, being open to causing an effect, to being open to the unknown and having just gotten into that contract, into that relationship, into that container from a place of, it was brought to me and I followed strategy and authority and therefore it was correct. And I don't know what's meant for me here, but I know that I am open to expansion and growth here. I am open to what is being brought to me here and I'm opening my perception up to receiving the wisdom that's being brought to me. And it's a very different frequency in someone that is in the not self. And I've had a couple of clients come to me and ask for business mentorship and they come to me in the beginning and, and they say, you know, I'm struggling. I can't sell my one-on-one packages. I just, I keep hitting these blocks or it's a roller coaster of money. One month I do really well and then I'm not doing really well. And when we pull back the layers and we really, like they come to me from the survival mode, right? Like I need money now. Help me figure it out now. How can I hyper-focused on the environment, the body, time, needing to figure out the perfect way to market their one-on-one coaching package or something. And then you pull back the layers and it's not really even what their soul's here for. It's not even what their soul's here for. So they pivot into something else. We pull back the layers and the not self. We center them into the present moment. We open them up to all possibilities and to reality beyond the senses and to being in a growth mindset, in a creation mode and to surrendering into their strategy and authority. And it turns out all... 100% of the time. I've seen this so many times I can guarantee it. I get a message saying, Ash, you know what? It's come up. I've wanted to do blank for so long. And I kept telling myself why it would never work. I kept telling myself why I shouldn't do that. Why it makes no sense to have a product line. Why it makes no sense to open up my own studio. Why it makes no sense. Da, 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 da. But what I've realized when I'm in the present moment, I allow myself to respond, when I allow myself to be inspired, when I allow myself to receive those invitations that are correct for me, when I allow myself to be initiated into my process, is I've been fighting what my soul's been trying to tell me all along, that I've been fighting what my body's been trying to tell me all along. And when we shift them and pivot them into what's been calling them, sometimes for years, everything blows up. And I've seen it so many times, I can guarantee it'll happen where they can't keep up with orders. I had a client recently start a clothing line. She can't keep up with orders because people are like frothing at the mouth to purchase from her. And she is just in heaven. She's always feeling satisfied. Her energy is always expanding and repairing and regenerating. And it's really beautiful to see. And we can also, something that's really important to keep in mind is we can also be very deeply conditioned by the online space because you guys might not want to hear this. We have been conditioned into kind of, you have to be a coach or a wealth coach to make money. You have to be a coach or wealth coach to be successful. And it's not the case. You just need to be you. Because it doesn't matter what you do. It's who you are being. And when you are simply being you, And operating through strategy and authority, operating through creation mode, being your superhuman self, the environment's always going to take care of you. I've seen it too many times to say that it doesn't work. And when it doesn't work, the person is still operating through the not self and fear and survival mode. So when you release all that, you take your attention off the predictable future, off the known past, right? One of the patterns of the known past that I see all the time in my programs And in my one-on-one coaching is, well, every launch I've done so far has failed. Or I've been in business for six months now and I haven't hit the $20,000 a month yet. It's not going to happen now. I'll never be able to hit it now, right? That's operating through the known past. But when you take your attention off of all of that, off the body, you're left with pure consciousness. And it really is where you create something beautiful, where you create something new. And what I'm going to leave you guys with today, because this is like, 
you know, here's the thing. The experiment is an active process, my friends. <laughs> the experiment is an active process and you're going to have a workbook. It's really important that you don't just, and I, I see this issue a lot in courses, even with myself in the beginning of my career, when things weren't working out for me, I thought, well, I'll just sit here and I'll listen to this person speak to me. They're going to say something really powerful and change my entire life for business. And we, it's conditioning as well because we're so conditioned to hear, just calibrate to me, just be in my energy. And when we hear that, we believe that that's all we have to do. Not, I'm not saying that who you are around is not important, right? I remember my mom saying that from the time I was little. The five people you are you surround yourself with are critically important. So of course, being around people with a growth mindset is important. The difference becomes when we think we need to calibrate to someone or we are using the known world of what they've created to try and create our life, our business. So I've been there. I've sat down at trainings and said, okay, whew, let's do this, Got you know, my pen out, my journal out. I'm just going to write down some shit she says and it's going to change everything. And it never did change anything. Why? I'll never forget the first time I had a mentor that sent me home with journaling questions. And I was like, pardon? And she goes, yep, these are your journaling questions to do tonight. And I was so confused. And I said, I don't know what, I, I don't understand what you're saying. And she said, well, it's an active process. You have to do the work now. So it's really important that you're understanding that we are creating our reality, our business, our life through the experiment. And human design is an experiment. Ross said, and I agree with him, science backs us up. It takes seven years to release all the conditioning, right? By the time you were seven, you were programmed. You were conditioned to be something, someone you were not. It takes seven years to really fully go through the experiment. So one, I encourage you to have realistic expectations because if you place asinine expectations on yourself based on the known environment, whether positive or negative, the known environment, you are very likely one going to set yourself up to fail and you're not going to be able to actually follow strategy and authority in the present moment. But also it's really important to experiment, be active, consciously create new thoughts, notice what thoughts are holding you back. Notice what thoughts are on repeat constantly in your subconscious mind. The longer you allow those subconscious thoughts to go on repeat, the more you create these deeper trenches of, you know, quote unquote truth or bullshit, but you believe them to be true, right? So the longer they're on repeat, the more they create your reality. So it's a conscious effort to create new thoughts, create new behaviors, create new beliefs that rewire your brain. And it it does take time. Learning and knowledge is going to trigger that, of course. So being here, learning is going to trigger this process. However, it is not in and of itself enough to change. The reality that you see in in front of you is an artifact of your past. And if you continue to think the same thoughts, if you continue to focus on the same things, you're going to continue to create the exact same reality. I want you to write down your reality is an artifact of my past. My reality is an artifact of my past. So what new thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, values are you creating to create something new? Because if you keep getting up and doing the same routine every day, if you keep getting up and thinking the same thoughts every day, if you keep getting up and focusing on the same things every day, you're going to live on autopilot and you're going to continue creating the new reality and not operating through your super human potentiality to change is to think greater than your current environment, to think greater than your experiences, to think greater than everything around you that tells you that something is either is possible for you or is not because none of it matters. So I'm going to leave you with this and I'm going to provide you with, like I said, a workbook that's going to go into this as well and provide you some journaling points. The best way to predict your future is to create it. And if we follow human design, the way we create our future is surrendering to the moment and allowing life to be brought to us. It is only in the unknown, in the void, in nothingness that change is going to happen for you because it is only in the void. It is only in the unknown where you allow enough space between particles to actually receive (laughs) what is meant for you. 
to actually receive that thing to respond to, to actually receive that invitation, to receive that inspiration, to receive that thing to respond to trigger you into your process. If you are always using your ego to try and change, if you're always using the not self to try and change, you're going to make the not self and the ego worse. You're just going to continue endorsing the not self and the ego. And this is where I get clients that have multiple six figure businesses. They wake up one day and they hate it and they can barely force themselves to show up another day. If you use the program to try and change the program, you'll only program yourself more. So it's time to follow strategy and authority. It's time to surrender to the moment. It's time to focus on the unknown, enjoy the unknown and get comfortable in the discomfort. It's time to tap into the powerful creator you are. And that's what I'm here to help you with in this course. So this is only module two. I'm so excited for you. I cannot wait to see what you create. Please feel free to DM me, message me, email me. I love hearing about how things are going. I love you and enjoy the rest of the course.